This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury. Welcome to Open for Business this morning. Now, um, I'm going to be speaking to uh, Tiki Lion. Lion, right? Yep. Ah, we've got some of that going off. Right. <laughs> He's the founder of Store & Go. They're an end-to-end fulfillment provider that offers various custom solutions from product handling, storage, packaging material, and kitting services to a wide range of distribution solutions. Yep. I don't know where to start with this, T. Um, most people are happy to just be either storage or fulfillment or marketing marketing or distribution. Yeah. You guys have taken on everything, right? Yeah. Before I get to the why of that, talk to me a little bit about the beginning of Store & Go. Where, where did it come from initially? Yeah, in, from a background, we are coming from uh, FMCG4. So we work in MNC for past... 14 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked in L'Oreal, I worked in Racket Pankisers, I worked in Johnson & Johnson. So in 2017, you know, suddenly it got inspired to set up my own business. Mm-hmm. You know, so we started as a seller first, you know, selling products in Shopee platform. You know. So what we sell before we took the product from China, mm. you know, the uh, khaki cover. You know. So our first so-called online experience being a seller, you know. Just so, selling khaki covers. Yes. Wow. This is how we started uh-huh. as a seller in Shopee, you know. So along the way, you know, because the background from my side, you know, I knew quite a number of people from my industry, you know. So one of my friends, you know, from Alain Cosmetic, which is holding the brand called Silky Girl, then he had some issue, you know, uh, managing the brand online. Right. That's why I say I couldn't let my marketing director do the pick and pack in my office. Just doing shop itself, you know. Mm-hmm. So he gave me a ring. He said, hey, T, why not just dropping by? And then is there any opportunity for us to work together? You know, that's how we move into marketing services. You know, when I spoke to him, he said, ah, we don't only need you to help me to do marketing. We prefer to outsource the entire warehouse and fulfillment, including pick and pack to, to you. At the time, we don't even understand what is called fulfillment. Mm-hmm. We only have one short watch, which is about 1,000 square feet. We only have about 12 racking. We call ourselves the fulfillment center. <laughs> <laughs> and then our ambition is very simple. You know, Even we have three employees, including me, uh, our vision is to become number one right. in Malaysia, yeah. uh, one-stop solution, okay, uh, warehouse fulfillment, including marketing services. Yeah, this is how we started. Wow, I mean that, that's quite a story. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm still kind of hung up on this key cover thing, right? <laughs> uh, but you talk about inspiration, right? And, yeah. and you said you you had this inspiration that you wanted to start your own business. Correct. Why did you arrive at that decision? Were you because when I speak to a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, it, it's one they either want to be their own boss. Yes. Uh, two, they want to turn their um, uh, passion into profit. Mm-hmm. Or they want to provide a, a solution and make things easier for everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you fit into any of those categories? I think I fit, I fit three of them. You okay. fit three of them, yeah. so all of them. <laughs> the most important who, who inspire me or drive me to, to set up my own business is, you know, I want to change my uh, family. Right. Which are coming from a very 
uh, different background. Mm. You know, my father was ex-army. Mm-hmm. We, we, we left in a village before. You know, none of my family members are in business. Right. So it get inspired that I should change my family destiny mm-hmm. by changing myself. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I want to become the one who start, you know, and to change the entire family. Mm. Yeah, that's why. And then along the way, you know, when I work in, you know, even L'Oreal, Racket Bank, is a, so we understand the business model. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I can implement my knowledge, what I learned before into my own business. Mm. Rather, I work for other people. Mm. Yeah. And then I also... Understand that you know, currently the markets are very uh, so-called uh, focused into one uh, area, whichever is fulfillment, warehouse, marketing, you know. So they are quite focused. So I wanted to have a solution, you know, because I was a brand before. understand what brand needs. So they want to have one solution. Yeah. Rather than... They want it to be easy. Yeah, they want it easy. Because I also from them before, I yeah. want myself to be easy when I manage my distributor. Mm-mm. Yeah. So from that point of view, so I think this, the better I set up a business, that I can cover everything for everything. Okay. Yeah. So you obviously know what you're talking about in terms of what you want, yeah. right? And how you think that things should work. Correct. Has what you think should work aligned with what a lot of your customers should think or, or, or want, rather? Yes, because uh, I was from their side before. You've seen their perspective. I was from their position before. Yeah, right. Yeah, if today I continue to work in corporate world, I will be the person who managing the company itself in Malaysia. Yeah. So I understand what they need, understand what they want. You've been the guy knocking on Correct. store and go. Correct. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. That's why. So when you change your position, so you understand what your clients need. Mm-hmm. So easy for us to hook that up mm-hmm. rather than we go and pitch, you know, offering, you know, what they don't want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So easy to get a ghost when right. you know what she needs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Did you have to do any like additional research for any of these things that maybe you weren't so familiar with? I mean, you said you weren't so familiar with fulfillment yeah. at the time. Did you go off and do any research or anything? Uh, because at the time, Paul, uh, when we started the business, right, I think uh, after one half year, mm. you know, the pandemic hit us. So we don't have the opportunity to go overseas to understand how fulfillment works. Mm. So what we study is through YouTube. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we look to the videos and from experience, right, you know, you right, bang right. the door, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then from the mistake that we learned, you know, for the past two years, finally we understand what is required to become the best fulfillment center in Malaysia. Of course, not in China yet. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's how we learn mm. from video, asking friends from China, you know, how it works, you know, yeah, and through some mistake we did before. So my question then is, you know, you, you're learning stuff from YouTube. You're, you're talking to people in China who yep. are in the fulfillment business. Yep. Are you in some ways trying to use some of the methods that they use over in China and bring that over here. Yes. Because if we look at how the Chinese do things compared to how somebody like Amazon do things, there are similarities, but Correct. there are also Different. quite big differences. Correct. Right? Yeah. So it, it has to be localized. Mm. So you understand the concept, very important. Mm. And then so you can tell people it's on the way. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. And then we try to localize it. Right. You know, even though we are using one of the best uh, software from China, mm. you know, for our warehouse system, you know, it's specially designed for China, mm-hmm. but it's not really suitable for Malaysia or it, Southeast Asia. In what way is it different? Uh, in terms of managing the, because the main powers, the mindsets, you know, in different country, yeah. it's different. That's why we had to adjust according, or we can say localize the system according to what we need mm-hmm. from Malaysia. Mm. Um. I have so many questions for you. No worries. But, but, but let's, take a, let's take a short break here while I think on 
where I'm going to take this interview next because yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking about car covers, car key covers, and, and, and like learning a business from YouTube. And these things, they sound kind of amazing, but I think a lot of people nowadays are learning their business via YouTube. Yep. And I think people should be made aware that you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. If I can do it, everybody Anyone can, do, can it. do it. Yeah. On that note, we're going to take a break. You're tuned in to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9. I'm in the studio with Tiki Lion. He's the founder of Store & Go. They're an end-to-end fulfillment provider offering various custom solutions for product handling, storage, packaging material, kitting service. Oh, the list just goes on. Stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Budding Fresh Ministers, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Rich Bradbury in the studio with T. Guy Lyon, the founder of Store & Go, a local fulfillment uh, e-fulfillment service provider, making their mark among uh, online businesses, hoping to tap into Malaysia's one trillion e-commerce market. Does that number scare you? The numbers excite me. Uh, right. <laughs> I get excited in the way I look at the number because right. it's, it's, it's a huge opportunity. Yeah. And it's untapped. Yeah. So, yep. So you're offering all of these multi-stage solutions. Correct. Um, yeah. And uh, who do you think is your kind of uh, target market right now? Because is it B2B? Is it B2C? Is, where do you look? Uh, we act as the intermediates. We deal with to b mm. and we deliver to C. Got it. Yep. Okay. Yep. So our target market is quite white currently you know mm. we are not only providing service to the local brands we're also providing service to the uh MS, uh, multinational brand and we also partner with the chinese uh china suppliers you know, from china we try to convert them being a cross-border seller become mm. a local seller right yep we also providing services to people who sell in facebook currently you know to make their life easier so mm-hmm. they can focusing into selling rather than pick and pack so we are targeting into multi-category to different type of people according to their needs. As long as they want to go online, then they should look for us. Right. It wasn't all that long ago we were hearing about, uh, I'm going to get quite um, numbers-based here, yep. um, additional taxes for uh, goods coming in from overseas. Yes, the 10%. Yeah, the 10%. Yeah. How do you think that's going to affect your business in particular? Uh, that will going to be uh, good news for us. <laughs> <laughs> Because apparently we notice a lot of people trying to buy from China. Yeah. You know, even you get Taobao, yeah. they're getting for AliExpress, you yeah. know, then the, the parcel flew in without tax. Right. I think with the tax implementations, you know, the cost becomes slightly more expensive. Mm-hmm. So it gives the local buyer, you know, an option yeah. to shop local, yeah. you know, with a better cost compared to you buy from overseas. Yeah. Uh, that should be a good news. Mm-hmm. Despite I think it, the government can increase the slightly more higher, it'll be better. Right. Yep. I mean, going in the way in which, in, in the direction in which you guys are doing with all of these things that you're doing, yep. I wouldn't be surprised if you were popping up like with a, a brick and mortar store at some point as well. I mean, you smirk at that, but it almost looks as though that's something on. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. something you're thinking about? That was the plan. 
Right. No, because we have so many stock on hand, right? Uh, be from local brand. I knew it. Yeah, yeah I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a plan. Right, right. You know, we provide end to end. You know, rather than people online, yeah. people also can buy offline. And we have all the data, mm. so we know you know which area. And you know what people want yes, as well. Yes, correct. Right. You know. Yep, that was the plan. Okay, uh, so now I found out your little secret. Uh, <laughs> talk to me about the the, the, the digital marketing agency, uh, yeah. the consultancy rather. Um, because this is something also that you're providing. Correct. How did you go out and recruit for that? I mean, like I said earlier on, you're a man of many talents by the sound of things. But nobody is an expert at everything. Correct. Right? So did you go out and recruit for that or did you start doing it yourself and then bring in people to help you out a little bit? Uh, you know, from my point of view, I always start by myself. Right. I was expert in that particular area. Mm-hmm. Then I only recruit people and what they call transfer my knowledge yep. to them. Of course, you know, the leader from that particular department has to be knowledgeable from the same industry. Mm. You know, for me, you know, managing uh, online in marketing services, like managing shopping and Lazada, is like how I did before in L'Oreal or in Johnson & Johnson. I'm managing, you know, Guardians, I'm managing Watsons, mm. I'm managing Tesco. Mm. It's a similar thing, mm. you know. That's why, you know, we have already the basic knowledge of managing clients or also buyers, mm. you know, but from different industry. Mm. Yeah. So that's how we, what we call uh, learned and how we, what we call set up uh, SOP and processes, you know. And then we prefer people from a very new industry, which is, you know, zero knowledge about online. Right. It'll be easier for us to tune and to I, teach. I like the way you use the word tune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're mentoring people as well, in a way. Correct. Right. Now, you you are obviously juggling a lot of things. Um, where would you say, for you personally, is your major focus right now? Is it in the logistics? Is it in the warehousing? Is it in the marketing side of things? My strength is still in uh, sales. Right. Yeah. Not marketing, sales and also PR. Mm. Yeah. So I have my team members who are currently helping me to manage the entire warehouse operations. Mm-hmm. You know, I also my have my C- CFO to managing the finance part. I have also my partners managing the operation parts. You know, I have my IT guys coming from EA industry. You know, mm-hmm. managing the entire infrastructures. You know, be hardware, be software. So in every important department, you know, I have the right and the key persons. I recruit personally mm. from that industry itself mm. joining us mm. as a senior team members. They're helping me to manage the other department rather than, you know, uh, me managing everything. So I'll be focusing into driving sales, meeting clients, building the what they call relationship with platform and clients. Right, you're 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 forming the Guanxi. That's <laughs> what you're doing, right? Yeah. Right. Now, um, okay. How many members of staff do you have now then? I think we have about 160. 160? Yes, we have five warehouses currently. Wow. Yeah, four in Klang Valley, one in Johor. And you started off with three members of staff in 2017? Yes, correct. That's not bad going, is it? Yeah, yeah. Consider not bad. Right. It can be better. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's going to be a question I want to ask you. If, 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 if you feel it can be better, what mistakes do you think you made on the way to where you are now? Yeah. I think where, where did you go wrong? Not, not really where did you go wrong. Is where did you misstep? Yeah, because we don't have any experience, right? Yeah, you know, in terms of wealth fulfillment, you know, we don't have. That's why we don't a lot of mistake. You know, how to pick and pack. You know, those days without investing a system, mm. we use a manual pack pick. Mm-hmm. It consumes a lot of times. You know, yeah. that's why we don't dare to expand. Yeah, because we, we think, oh my God, you know, 
perhaps fulfillment are so difficult, you know. Mm. So when we know there is a system available in the market, so we try a couple of systems, you know, we try, we lose our money, you know, and then we got wrong people coming in, you know, so it's some kind of delay, you know, the growth process. Right. Yeah. So until that we really go and dive in to understand the process by our own, then the whole process gets smoothened. How much of your uh, picking and packing and stuff right now is is uh, picking and processing rather yeah. is is automated? Uh, not we are not automated yet. It's still right. very manual. You know right, right. the the new warehouse currently. You know we just shifted right. We just invest uh, auto sorting machine. You still need people to pick and pack. Yeah. Our ultimate goal is within five years we are something similar to Amazon. It's called semi automation. Mm-hmm. That's our direction. Mm-hmm. So we want to become the first in Malaysia. You know using that kind of technology. Mm. You know to uplift the entire. Uh, sect, uh, what they call the, uh, this industry mm. in e-commerce fulfillment. Mm. So where do you um, see your business or how do you see it changing in the future? I mean, that you've just briefly mentioned that. Yeah. In in what direction do you want to go? I mean, you, you're talking about you want to be the best in Malaysia and there's nothing wrong with, with having lofty goals like that. But how do you see your business Altering? Do you do you see any big changes coming over the next couple of years? Because let's be honest, if we look at the last two years, or or maybe two and a half years, nobody could have predicted what was going to happen. Yes, and so many businesses were heading down one street, but then found themselves having to come back or reverse or change because of how things happen. Correct. Have you set in place uh, like a direction that you want? Yes, you know, so from our side as a senior management, it's very simple that, you know, we, we don't try something new. Mm. You know, when you look into other countries, you know, you look in China, you look at US, mm. to a certain extent, you look at Indonesia, you know, they are much better and faster than us. So what we need to do is we just implement what they did before mm. in the country mm. and then shift it into Malaysia. Yeah, that's how the direction goes. So our core business is still very simple, you know, uh, e-commerce, Warehouse fulfillment is our core business. That is the brick motor, you know. So from there, you know, we can go for online. Then we go for omni channels, go to offline. Mm-hmm. So when clients come to us, we solve the issue for their distribution, being online, being offline. Mm-hmm. So we can do everything for a brand or a principal coming in, you know. So they only deal with one party rather than deal with multiple party. Mm-hmm. So that is direction moving forward. And to certain extent, you know, we also may look into having our own concept store, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Something like, you know, uh, any mats, I can say what, whatever mats, right? Yeah. GT mats, you have DIY, you know, those are the things that we would like to offer because we have all the data. We mm-hmm. understand what the consumer need within the area itself. Mm-hmm. So example, you know, we put the data from, from the Tamantun area. So we know what's the consumer shopping behavior, what they want to buy, you know, right. at what price they want to buy, yeah. you know. So those are the data we can maximize. Mm-hmm. We can offer what they need within the area itself. Mm. That is the power of big data. So you, you talked to me earlier about how um, a trillion ringgit, the numbers excite you about that. Yep. Final question, what else excites you other than those numbers? I think it is when you are nothing or nobody, you know, for in 2017, until today, we have slightly achievements, you know, compared to when we started. So that excites us that, you know, the progress we make, you know, uh, how many brands we manage to help them to onboard into online. Okay, how many families currently we are helping them to feed them, mm. you know, and also most important is, you know, the company has been grown, 
you know, from zero until today. And this is not only, let's just start, I can say, 2022. Next year, we are going to Indonesia. So within five years, we want to conquer the entire Southeast Asia. So that makes the plan more excited. I lied. I've got one more question. <laughs> Earlier on, you said that um, y- your goal was to uh, change your family's direction. Yep. Uh, do you feel you've done that? No. <laughs> Why not? I think uh, I, I must admit that you know it's not. Everybody looks the same, but everybody not the same. You know, so uh, you need to have the the right environment, the right team to change the behavior. I can say. You know, I was so lucky because my father sent me to KL to study. So I have opportunity to, to, to learn mm. and to adapt into this so-called very challenging environment. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than my siblings, they are in Marcus. So their lifestyle is quite so-called comfort. It's different. Yes, it's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, but it's okay. You know, as long as I've changed myself, you mm. know, uh, slowly, you know, my second generation or their second generation, I can bring up right. rather than changing current situation right yeah T thank you very much for your time today yeah thanks Richard my pleasure folks I'm in the studio with uh, T Key Lion the founder of Store and Go um, they're a local e-fulfillment service provider uh, making their mark clearly amongst online businesses hoping to tap into Malaysia's one trillion e-commerce market by being the first warehousing platform to provide multi-stage solutions that go beyond storage and shipping Integrated solutions, uh, they're spanning multiple touch points throughout the product journey from early marketing strategies right up to fulfillment and even after sales services. If you miss any part of this show, I highly recommend you download it. Use the BFM app. It's available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. For Open for Business on Enterprise, my name is Rich Bradbury on BFM 89.9. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.